Hey, what's up, you guys? Yes. <laughs> Today we talked about conspiracy theories. Ooh. Ooh. And if you didn't get that reference from the beginning, that is our boy Shane Dawson, the conspiracy theorist queen. Him and um, you know who else I I really admire in the conspiracy theory? Who was that? Kendall Ray. Hmm. She just I, yeah. some juicy conspiracies. I don't think I've ever watched one of her videos, but she's made my sh- suggested. They're pretty good. Yeah, so today we're talking about conspiracy theories. We talk about four, and then we get off topic at the very end. But, you know, just stay with us. There's a little political commentary. It's not too political. I don't think we really... I don't know. I, I hate that it's political because it shouldn't be. It should just be ethically... Moral, ethically sourced, <laughs> ethically sourced. <laughs> but um, we talk a little bit about aliens. <laughs> we talk a little bit about crisis actors. We talk about some dead celebrities. We talk about some clones. What else did we do? And moon, the moon landing. Oh, and how can we forget? We talked a little about about the recent event of Roseanne getting <gasps> canceled. Wow, Roseanne. Not we, a conspiracy. Just it's just it, it's out there. Just a detour. Yeah, but hope you guys enjoy. Now on to the podcast. Conspiracy theory video. Now it was forty-five minutes long. I I was not gonna watch. The I watched thing. the whole thing. <laughs> I did. I got to fifteen minutes. I think I don't remember. I only got through like the first one, mm-hmm. the first two, the Laurel Yanny, and I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to listen. to Never want to hear about that ever again. Yeah, like I'm tired. It was so dumb. Like anything that's like trendy like that, and it's like, what did you hear? Sometimes I hear Laurel. Sometimes I hear it. Like no. Is it blue? Is it gold? Like, like that makes me ill. Mm-hmm. And if anyone ever asks me that, I want to fight. Like, I'm not even getting... It makes me annoyed. Yeah. So, some of my favorite conspiracy theories are, are these celebrities dead and replaced with a clone? <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite because there's some about Avril Lavigne, um, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears. Uh, there's probably a thousand others. Who knows? Uh, but I want to talk about... I think it's a classic. Maybe the one that started it all. Paul McCartney is dead. Sir Paul McCartney? Sir Paul, he's, Paul he's McCartney. He's knighted. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. The famous Beatle, Paul, 
Paul, Sir Paul McCartney is dead and was replaced with a clone after a fatal car accident killed him. Ooh. Yeah, so it all started out when he was in a car accident and he, well, he was alive. He, this is a conspiracy theory. He, he turned out to be dead. And when their new album came out, he didn't, he wasn't in the press that often. He was often spending time with his wife, I think was named Linda at the time. And no, everybody's like, where's Paul McCartney? Where is he? And they were like, oh, wait, wasn't he in a car accident? I think he's dead. The logic of some people, honestly. Oh, my God. So some people uh, looked at some of their um, pre, like their recordings and stuff. And one person, I think it started with a college student. He played back at uh, one of their songs, and it said, Turn Me On, Dead Man. Now, that could be anything. And it, it was played backwards, so obviously not. But it got it, one example that somebody found in John Lennon's final section of the song Strawberry Fields Forever is that when played backwards, it says, I buried Paul. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I wish I had the actual recording, but mm, Wikipedia doesn't allow that to me. Maybe we can find it and insert it later. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean... It's, they've all denied it. Their PR denied it. Paul got in a really heated argument with somebody and said, I just want to spend time with my family. I didn't want to be out in the press that often. Like, I'm alive. Here I am. I'm not a clone. And personally, I don't believe it, but I just, I, th- I love these conspiracies that this celebrity is dead or blah, 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 in place with the clone because I believe that everyone may be real i mean have you there are some recordings of her i think it was at the daily show or something i mean the britney spears one is like yeah wild yeah because there's there's somewhere avril Avril levine she like looks like a robot in some of her performances and then there was one uh this morning talk show host i don't um i can't remember his name but everybody thinks he was replaced too because he also like acts like a robot because there was this one clip where he was just like standing still and he would just like move his head like back and forth as if he was a robot didn't they say that about hillary clinton i think they did like this a couple years ago like Mm -hmm. there's this interview where it honestly looks like she's having like a seizure like out of it for a second Uh and it i mean that's kind of like the same thing with the talk show hosts because it looked like their robot was like malfunctioning Mm -hmm. or whatever but, I mean, the thing about cloning is it's, like, it's entirely possible. Like, cloning exists. Mm. It's not out of the realm of reality. And, like, we've already cloned animals. Yeah. Like, mice. And I think there were monkeys that were cloned, which is getting closer and closer to, like, humans. There was uh, some celebrity. I can't remember who it was, but she cloned her dog. Oh, yeah. Um, it's uh, Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. And um, wasn't the first cloning thing, like, that lamb or something like i think so mm-hmm. and his name was like yeah. dolly or something like yeah. that so i mean cloning, that's crazy cloning's real i think the whole thing with like cloning and people is people are afraid of it being ethically immoral i mean yes it, but i mean i want them to do it like really <laughs> i just like make a clone so i don't do it at college like screw it. true just make it make a twin seriously just make it happen so, what is your conspiracy theory? Well, uh, speaking of people kind of getting outraged, um, outraged. <laughs> my one of my all-time favorites, 
an angel. No, I'm just kidding. An angel in the conspiracy world <laughs> is uh, the moon landing hoax. Ooh. This, um, one's, this one's also a classic. There's a lot of information with this theory and a lot of scientific data that I am not qualified to talk about because I'm an idiot. But anything that's space-related I think is fascinating. But a lot of people think that the first Apollo 11 mission to the moon was fake. Neil Armstrong, like, at a convention a couple years ago, I think someone accused him of, like, not actually going to the moon. I think he punched a guy in the face. Ooh. Because I remember hearing about it. How old is he? He's got to be, like, up there. To punch a guy in the face? I mean... (laughs) But, I mean, I think if you're, like, a grandpa, you still got some stamina. Like, like... Come on, kids. Nice. Yeah, I mean, true. But, yeah, so basically the whole argument is that the photos that we see of the moon landing were shot on a soundstage, and people are like, they're fake. And there's a lot of evidence that supports it, I guess. A lot of people think what I thought was interesting, a lot of people think Stanley Kubrick, director of The Shining and Apollo 11, helped NASA fake the photos. I have seen this conspiracy theory a lot, and it is hard not to believe it, but I don't, like, I don't want to, like, accuse them because these people have worked very hard. Here's what I think. If it is true. I think they went to the moon. Like, I don't think, Mm -hmm. because, I mean, there's been missions since then Mm -hmm. to the moon. Like, I think, like, man has been on the moon, but those photos are suspect. Yeah, like I, you know, they lost all the scientific data from the first trip. Really, like they lost it, quote unquote. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people are like, "Well, I mean, can you lose what you didn't have?" Yeah, but I don't know. Like they lost it. And what's crazy is, I think there's an astronaut that literally said, "We have like artifacts from Egyptian empires, like Mm -hmm. from years and years and years ago, but we don't even have this from like forty years ago." Yeah. I wonder if anybody's made a movie about this. There has to be some kind of movie about. I'm sure. I mean, a documentary, yes, but I want to see like, I want like Bradley Cooper as the lead because I love Bradley Cooper. I feel like I don't know who that is. Like that's a name I hear, but like if you ask me to point out Bradley Cooper, I wouldn't know. Wow, that's interesting. I love Bradley Cooper. Hmm. I'm not mad. (laughs) But the photos, like the things people point out a lot, are. Some of the rocks on the moon have symbols that almost look mm-hmm. like prop labels. And a lot of people talk about, like, the cross hatching in the photos and the light and shadow, the absence yeah. of stars. Because if you look at the old moon landing photos, you don't see any stars. But other people argue, and you can see stars in space. Like, astronauts have confirmed, you can see mm-hmm. stars in space. You can see stars. But they argue that, like, with the light of the sun, it kind of, like, washes everything out. Yeah. There was a video that surfaced of Stan, a man who claimed he was Stanley Kubrick saying he helped NASA fake it, but his family, like, completely denies it. Also, they have Neil Armstrong's spacesuit from that mission. The footprints, the bottom of, like, the shoe boot, whatever things. Don't match Smooth. The ones on oh. the moon. Rigidy. Ooh, NASA, you need to... Oh. Does NASA like explain any of this? I they I know they probably denied it, but have they explained like why the footprints don't match up or why? See, is it, I don't think anyone ever has. See, that makes it just that just makes it shady. Like the only thing I've ever heard them kind of refute was the stars, and 
like I've heard them say stuff about the gravity on the moon like a lot of people talk about well why didn't they when they walked on the moon why didn't they like you know mm-hmm. float or whatever because when you see space movies and they're walking on the moon and like they walk it's kind of like a jump mm-hmm. like it just carries you a little bit and then I watched some of the footage that aired on TV of like them landing and it's super grainy you really can't tell what's going on yeah but a lot of people are talking about how the camera angles don't make sense because if Neil Armstrong was the first person to walk on the moon how is he getting recorded blah 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 like I don't know but I mean it's NASA you'd think they'd be able to figure out how to rig a camera but I don't know and they see three people in the reflection of like Neil Armstrong's like space helmet. I've heard that too. And there were supposedly only two men on the moon at the time: Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. Yeah. So, wild times for conspiracies. So, Taylor, I'm gonna ask a question. Do you think there's a possibility that there's some other life that is not part of Earth? Okay, listen, 100%, anyone that argues mm-hmm. otherwise, I'm kind of like, really? Like, if you think that Earth is the only planet with life, you a little narcissistic is all I guess. That's say. true. I've always, when I was younger, of course, everybody always told me, like, aliens are real, blah, blah, blah. And I never really gave a, like, thought to it. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, if there, if we're, we cannot be the only people out here. And there's other galaxies out there. There's probably other, there's probably clones of us. I don't know if anybody's seen The Flash. But one of the things is that there's parallel universes and there's different Earths. There's like Earth, there's Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth, and it goes to Earth 53, which is like a Nazi Earth. It was really freaky. That crossover episode, woo, that was crazy. I can't. (laughs) I'm like gritting my teeth. So, um, and there was, and everybody was a clone, but everybody was different. Now, the conspiracy I'm going to talk about, people are saying that there are aliens out there, but they're not what we think they are. Everybody thinks, like, in the movies, like E.T., they're going to be little green guys with big eyeballs, big heads, small bodies. These people, right here, do not think so. So... According to Susan Schneider and Seth Shostak, Shostak. <laughs> Schneider, <laughs> Schneider. So they think that aliens aren't green little bodies; they are artificial intelligence, and we and we can tell. Like Sophia. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I'm shook. And they say I don't know about this part, but they can they say that by looking into our own future. Because they think that aliens are so much ahead of us technologically-wise. Now, I don't believe that. Like, they think that all biological beings are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence in, like, 100 years. That's a little crazy for me. Maybe in, like, a million years, if we're still on the... If if the Earth still has people on this Earth. Have we been... That's a stupid question. I'm not even going to ask okay. it. Have no, we just, even been around for a million years? <laughs> but um, well, I, like, chime into this for a second? Mm-hmm. The thing about, like, aliens, how you're talking about they're not little green men, mm-hmm. I would agree. Because the way you look 
like your physical appearance is literally based on where you live and how you adapt mm-hmm. to that area. Just on our little old insignificant earth, um, people look different based on where they are geographically. So like darker complexions are found in warmer climates mm-hmm. because if you were really pale and you lived near the equator, you would get skin cancer and die. Yeah. Whereas like people who live like in Nordic areas are really fair and they tend to burn easily in the sun, but they don't have to deal with that as much because they live in a colder climate. Yeah. The whole alien things looking like green little people, not even green, but just, you know, the typical kind of, I guess it's like a teardrop shaped head, Mm -hmm. skinny little body. I don't believe that's true because just why I think that's just because we see all these movies and they look like that I I personally think that they look exactly like us or as these people say they're just machines now I wouldn't say they look like us but I also don't believe the machine thing Mm -hmm. like I think they're probably their own class of whatever because I think a lot of people when they think extraterrestrial life they automatically assume humanoid Mm -hmm. but the thing is it's like you've got bacterias that are considered alive, but they're not, like, in a human form. There's a certain bacteria that can cause, they, I'm putting quotes around this, a zombie outbreak. It's, uh, it infests cats. Ew. Yeah. And it, like, creates this monstrous, like, it doesn't kill them, but it makes them want to eat everything they see, even humans. I would literally just kill myself. I'm not even kidding. If there was a zombie, like, apocalypse, mm-hmm. I would kill myself because I couldn't handle the stress. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think this is typically a conspiracy theory because I actually looked this up because I'm a huge fan of, like, zombie movies, video games, television shows. And I was like, can a zombie apocalypse actually happen? Because, personally, I want to be prepared. And I feel like I would be prepared if I could. But also, (laughs) like, the time being, I would just, like, freak out. So I looked up, and there's several different ways that a zombie apocalypse could happen, and a majority of them are bacteria-wise. Scourge, miss you with that. Yeah. So there's not much more to go on that. It's just that we're when we're communicate, communicating against, again, quotes, uh, we're just talking to machines. We're not talking to actual, like, aliens, which I, I think aliens is the right word because we still use the word alien. Like, when we're talking about a foreigner. I don't like that. I don't like it either, but, you know, it is a technical term. I mean, I would rather... Mm, because alien like just that. comes off as, a, as like, a like thing non-human. that wants to invade. Like, it's, it comes off as non-human to mm-hmm. me. And, like, I'm not even trying to be all, like, sensitive snowflake. But <laughs> I just, like, I don't like that. I would rather you say, like, immigrant. Yeah. Because even now, immigrant is just, like, well, worrying nobody them, It wiggles out. Like, that yeah. makes me want to throw up. Like, stop. I just got sick. Sorry. But, like, with this whole alien thing, I'm sorry. Aliens are where I get fired up because, Yeah, I just hate it when people are like, aliens are out out there. We're the only people out here. I mean, I think it's cool if you want to believe, like, Earth was created by God. Cool. Whatever. It's, like, whatever you want to believe in, but don't turn down other people. I just think the universe is way too big. Mm-hmm. For Earth to be the only life-sustaining planet. Like, that makes no sense. Like, NASA has already found other planets like Earth that could sustain life. Do you think there could be parallel universes? I think... See, whenever I think about parallel universes, it kind of gets a little bit confusing for me. Because a lot of people think black holes Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think it was Stephen Hawking who, yeah. RIP, talked about like black holes as a method of time travel. But he also time travel isn't like linear. It's like it would be like parallel universes, like what you said. Like in another universe, you know, things would be different, but it'd yeah. be only slightly different. Yeah, um, I'm gonna reference the Flash again because when it comes to parallel universes, you—I mean, there's a lot of science behind the Flash. Even though technically, I don't think a man can run that fast. But what happens is, is they go to Earth two for the first time. That's the first other Earth that they see, and it's very futuristic. But it does look the same. It's the same city, same people, except it's different outcomes. It, mm-hmm. Like one of the um, people in there. Um, on Earth 1, he's dead. Um, and on Earth 2, he his wife is dead, but he has a daughter. And, um, like, the main character, Barry Allen, he's married to his love interest, Iris West, when in the on Earth 1, they weren't married yet. Like, it's just small things changing. Yeah. Those small things affect everything else. Because, mm-hmm. like, if... You know, Susie was never born. Susie would have never married her husband, and then his yeah. life would be different, and so on. It's and so the forth. tiniest things. It's it's like time. If if we were be if we were able to time travel, I would never want to risk that. That because you could change. One, you could go back in time and do nothing, and you could change something. Yeah, because you could it would step never. on like a butterfly and kill it, and then well, wow, you go back and butterflies are extinct. Yeah. And it's just, I think that's wild. Yeah. I think that's crazy. But the whole alien thing, what I heard anyway, what Stephen Hawking, a legend, mm-hmm. talked about was if there were aliens and we were like in contact with them, we wouldn't want to be in contact with yeah, them. Yeah, I read the same exact thing when I was researching this. He said, do not be in contact with them because we don't know who they are, what they can do, because they could be so much more advanced than we are and they could attack so much easily and it's like in even like in past like history with america groups that were more powerful overtook the less powerful ones Mm -hmm. so i'm like if we were in contact with like an alien species that was way more advanced than us they could wipe us out in a heartbeat yeah i think it would be cool to know for sure that aliens are out there but at the same time i kind of want to keep it a mystery just because if we, even if they were so nice, like if it was another Earth or whatever, and they were the nicest people, we would want to like now trade with them or do all this stuff and and somehow go to war with them. And I'm like, I don't want to mess with that. Let's just leave them to their. What do you think about Area Fifty One? Oof, I mean, there is something going on there that they're not telling us. I think obviously. the government already knows. Like I, think I mean, they, they know. know. Because, I mean, I think Bill Clinton actually commented. Oh, really? On, like, aliens. Like, he thinks they're real, I'm pretty sure. And, but it's like no one can say anything. Because, like, Area 51 is so classified. Like, mm-hmm. if you said something, you'd probably die. But I watched a video once of these guys trying to drive into Area 51. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of these, like, soldier people were like, you need to leave. Like, you got to go. Scourge. Like, bye. Like, it was... I think aggressive. I would. I, my one one of my last wishes would be to be in um, Area Fifty One. I wonder if there's like a kid out there whose make a wish is to be like going to Area Fifty One, or was like no, go to Disneyland or something. Like I want, like I want to know. 
Mm-hmm. But I get why they don't tell people because it would be a mass hysteria. Like, people would lose their mind. Why is it cracking and popping in this room? I don't know. Like, it's like Rice Krispie treats in here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moving away from extraterrestrials, I uh-huh. talk about that all day, like oh, yeah. forever. Crisis actors. Ooh. Ooh. If you don't know what a crisis actor is, the people that you see on the news post-traumatic event, whether it's like a natural disaster, a mass shooting, whatever, mm-hmm. any tragedy... They have people come on the news who are, like, crying, and they're, you know, witnesses, and they're talking about what's going on. It's for, like, emotional appeal with mm-hmm. news. A lot of people think that those people you see on TV are actors because some people have claimed they've seen the same person at multiple tragedies, which I think is wild. I've seen some pictures of, like, there's one that's really popular of this woman yeah. Who's been to, like, three different things. I've seen that. I think she was at 9-11 in Sandy Hook. And I think maybe she was at the Boston Marathon, too. It was the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't 9-11. I don't she know. was at, like, three different places, yeah. which is odd. It's not impossible, necessarily, but it's odd. And something big, something relevant. People think that, uh, what's the name of that school? Stoneman Douglas High School. Stoneman Douglas, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. They think that, like, the spokes kid, David Hogg, is crisis actor, which is wild. They have a video with his family, and he is, like, popping off because he said, you know, I'm not a crisis actor. I went I to would, school. I would be mad, too, if somebody accused me of being a crisis actor after my friends just died and I just witnessed, like, this fatal tragedy. I would be so mad. I don't know. Okay, so I watched the video with his family, and I can't remember, like, who posted that video, but I watched the video with his family, and it's him, his mom, his dad, and his sister, who also goes to that same school. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that he knew what was going on, because the way he talked about it was his sister... Like, oh, so three of her friends died. So he wasn't in the school at the time? I'm not sure. Like, I'm not 100% sure. But his sister called their mom and was, like, talking about there's someone in the school with a gun. And, like, three of her friends died. And another friend died, but she didn't know at the time. And I'm like, that's crazy. But he talks about, like, being an older brother and, like, needing to step up. And he was like, I want to use my speech and debate skills and all that Mm -hmm. to kind of bring awareness Things like that. But the thing about that people, like, I don't even understand. They think he's a crisis actor because I believe he lived in California for a little bit. And he moved back to Florida. And people Mm -hmm. are saying, oh, he went to school in California. And he just came back to, like, da-da-da-da. But no. Like, they moved back to Florida at the start of his high school career. But if... He's that heated about people, which, I mean, every right to be. Yeah. Like, you just experience, like, all this tragedy and, like, you know. It's so easy to prove you went to a school. Like, it is so easy. Get a transcript. Pull out a yearbook. I don't know. The whole thing with... it's, It's so sad that people just either want to have a conspiracy theory or they just... Like, like these people that want to keep their guns or whatever. They're, like, accusing this kid of being a crisis actor because they don't want to really believe what happened. Well, what I thought was disgusting, I saw this video on Vice last night of 
I can't remember, like, what the group of people are called that believe, like, the Parkland shootings didn't happen. And there's another shooting at a church in Texas that, like, people are saying, that didn't happen, da-da-da-da. I mean, there's a ton of groups like that. Like, there's people who don't believe the Holocaust ever happened or any of that stuff. And I'm just like, why would anyone fake their, like, child dying? Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, and it's like, that's crazy. Like, you can pull out birth certificates and the whole argument, they're like, well, we didn't see any bodies. I'm like, they're not going to release photos Mm -hmm. of bodies. Like, like that. no one's going to do that. Yeah, literally no one's going to do that. But there's this man in Texas who wants to exhume, dig up the bodies. Oh, that's so Because they disgusting. didn't see him. But the church, it's like some Baptist church that got shot, shot up by this kid. And I don't even know. Like, he's on the phone with this lady because there's, like, Facebook groups, and they talk mm-hmm. about it. And he's on the phone with this lady. And she is, like, livid because I think it was her cousin or her nephew or something and they're in this church that's not funny i'm only laughing because my phone just cut out (laughs) but um that's like not funny at all but there was this man also named frank i think he lost his daughter in the church and he's standing out there like y'all need to leave because he's like conspiracy people are out there and he's like you didn't leave your daughter and i'm like that is one so distasteful Mm-hmm. Two. Why would anyone lie about that? Uh, there's a there's a point where conspiracy conspiracy theorists go way too far. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna be out there and be like, ugh, like Holocaust never happened, shootings never happened. That is so. And like stand outside the church or whatever and demand to dig up the bodies because mm-hmm. we never saw them. Like nobody. Out of respect, nobody's gonna show people that. And like they offered a reward. For, like, anyone who can prove that these people are actually dead. And I'm like, are you serious? Because they even have photos of these people with their family members. Like, the guy, I'm, like, 100% sure his name is Frank. Mm -hmm. He has a photo with his daughter. And I'm like, if she's not dead, where'd she go, you know? Yeah, it's not like, like, why would he hide his... I mean, I know there's cool people out there. It's probably happened before where somebody, like, fakes somebody's death to keep them captive or whatever. But mm-hmm. I doubt, 100% doubt this is what That large of a group would do it. Yeah. I, it, was a, it was a big group of people. It'd be, like, all these parents coming together to, like, agree to pretend to fake their kid's death. And mm-hmm. be like, okay, so we're going to, like, arrange this. I don't think then, anyone would be that messed up yeah. to do that. But... It was just, it was crazy. And a lot of people think, especially with the Parkland incident, a lot of people think that it's a political move. Yeah, because, I mean, we all know why people are starting all these conspiracy theories about Parkland is because it is very political. I mean, it didn't start, of course, it didn't start out as a political yeah. move, but it they turned it into something that could potentially be a good thing. And all these people who are very much for, like, keeping their guns or whatever um, are, are very much against that. So they want to con- um, create these conspiracy theories. Look, I'm not, crazy. I'm not ha- out here saying, like, I'm going to take away all your guns. But here's the thing. Why do you need an assault rifle? No one – like, the thing is, is no one needs an assault rifle and – it's just no one needs it. And, like, a big argument's like, well, what if I'm going to go hunting? You don't need an assault no. rifle to go hunting. Like, you no. don't. And, 
I, um, we live in a very, well, I live in a very redneck town. And, um, so I was driving behind this truck, this pickup truck the other day and the back of it had the sticker that says, um, I don't know. It was something about like keeping my guns or whatever. It had like assault rifle sticker on it. And I was like, that makes you want to vomit. That was, that's so dumb to be honest. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen stickers just like that around where I live. And it's like, here's the thing. I don't care. If you have, like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, are you going to take away knives too? The thing is, is you can't kill a mass amount of people with a knife. Unless people are just, like, like, people are being able to, like, stop you way faster. Whereas an assault rifle, you can, like, wipe people out. And people are also saying, like, oh, you're going to ban alcohol now? That didn't work before because it kills people. Like, it just. It's not the same thing. Guns just are way faster and way easier. It's just a way faster, way easier way to kill people. I just think it's too personally, personally, personally. I think it's too easy for people to get guns. Mm-hmm. Like I live near a shooting range. Thank you, Tennessee. And you can just pay a small fine to get your like gun license. I live near a gun like shop. It, and it's crazy. I don't know. It's just so weird. And I can talk. If I ask somebody around here, like, what do you feel about guns? Majority of them will be like, oh, I love my guns or whatever. Or, like, people think they need them for protection. You know, in Texas, they don't even have a concealed carry law. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just walk around with your gun out. I know. I was watching um, Shane Dawson's video where he was visiting a graveyard girl. And him and Garrett and, like, all of them were out in the um, dark. And Garrett wanted to, like, jump it onto somebody's van just, like, pretend but they were never gonna do it and she was like or somebody was like wait they're allowed to like have guns like around like don't do that i mean it's just if you feel that you need protection that badly i'm kind of like who's out to get you what Mm -hmm. have you been doing to where you need protection like that but i don't know like i remember after the vegas shooting this this is so i'm not gonna say anyone's name because uh, no that's messy but like this dad in my hometown bought a gun, like, post-Vegas shooting for protection. And his daughter ended up committing suicide with it. Yeah. And this was, like, last year. I'm like, oh, my God. See, it's so strange how when, like, a, a tragedy happens with a gun, people's first instinct is to buy a gun. Mm-hmm. Well, like, why is that? I don't know. Because, I mean... I just, like, don't know. Because the thing is, is, like, people that buy it, if someone were to come in and, like, attack you, and, like, you're like, oh, well, I have my gun for protection. If you don't know how to shoot it, it really isn't going to protect mm-hmm. you that much, to be honest. Like, if you don't know how to do it. I, I just mean, think it's wild. The only time I will ever use a gun is if I'm in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I, like, don't want any, like, guns in my house. Yeah. I don't want any of that. Like, I don't care. No. Like, when I'm older, like... There's there's a strict no guns rule. I was okay, so I'm about to admit something. I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so I've seen probably every episode. Is it the episode where she has the gun and it's like, isn't it like rhinestone or something? I don't know. Okay, I don't remember that episode that very well. But what I find funny is um, there was this one episode. It's when Caitlyn was still Bruce and um, she she was still married to Chris and all that, and Kylie and Kendall were still at home. And something had happened. I think they had, like, really bad security or whatever. And um, 
Caitlin was like, we need to buy a gun. Like, we need a gun in this house. And Caitlin's very conservative, Republican. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. But, you know, teach their own. And Chris and Kylie were like, no, no guns. Like, I wouldn't feel safe, like, knowing that something could kill somebody in this house. And that was, like, season, I don't know, like, season six or something like that. I don't know. And then season 14, uh, Kendall is all for gun control. And and then go a few more episodes, and Kendall's like, you know, I think I need a gun for my own protection. And her and uh, Chloe are sitting down and just, like, like looking up guns. They're like, ooh, that one looks nice or whatever. And Kim comes in. And, you know, Kim has been robbed at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And Kim's like, I wouldn't allow any, like guns in my house I'm not Laura Croft I can't go and like shoot somebody that's funny yeah (laughs) and Kendall and Chloe are all for guns I'm like weren't you just like for gun control a few episodes ago what changed your opinion I just like I don't know I get I guess when you're a celebrity because there are crazy people Mm -hmm. with celebrities like they're I can't was it Jennifer Aniston like had a stalker or something uh, I think it was, well, she probably has, but Sandra Bullock had like an extreme. There were like song. a few people where it was like Sandra Bullock had like I think she had one where she had to hide in her closet because it was like, the um he was in her house. That's the only instance where I'm kind of like you know mm-hmm. because some stalkers like they're so in love with that person that they would like kill them, which makes because no sense. I think Kendall Jenner did have a stalker, but a lot of people um. A lot of people's argument is that they're so rich, like, why don't just have security? Mm-hmm. Which I can understand why they want their own privacy, but they have security anyways 24-7. That are trained to have, mm-hmm. like, arms and all that. Whereas, like, an average person, most likely it's not going to have a security detail. But I don't know. I just, like, don't think anyone needs any of that. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I understand celebrity. When people are following you, you need security and stuff. But, um, ugh, I don't know. Guns just, like, freak me out. It gets me, like, heated. Yeah. And I just, especially living here, mm-hmm. where it's, like, very, like, NRA guns. Like, I don't think it's everywhere like that in the U.S. Well, I know Dick's Sporting Goods said they're not going to sell. A, a lot of places pull, like, Walmart stopped selling them. Yeah, and people are mad. People would rather, like, it's so sad. People would rather keep their guns than keep their children. <laughs> People make the assumption that you would rather keep your guns than keep your children alive. I just think it's crazy. Like, Columbine was forever ago. Like, I was too young when Columbine happened to even know anything. But that used to be, like, the only school shooting. I think the first school shooting I remember was Sandy Hook. And that was yeah. so sad because those were little kids. I mean, I think it's sad. It's sad either regardless, way. Because like, I was the first time I ever heard about it. I was like, "Wait, people actually do this?" And now it's like a regular thing. I I'm, I'm gonna look up how many school shootings there's been in the U.S. Even just this year, I remember like in geography this past semester, like the professor pulled up a graphic of how many school shootings there were just this year, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. And in Australia, there's been like. I think there's been one this year, which has been one in a very long time. And that was that wasn't like a school shooting, it was just a shooting in a parking lot. Um let's see, this one's May twenty-fifth, so it's not that off, but there's been one recent. Mm, 
See, that's so sad that I have to be like, has there been one in the past week? There was like one in, was it Texas? Yeah, but I maybe this came out the time. I'm not sure. Well, it says there's already been 23 school shootings. That that averages out to more than one shooting a week. And I'm just kind of like, really? Like this, it shouldn't be an issue. That's the thing. It shouldn't be an issue, but it is. I think that was. Mm, I'm not really sure. I can't remember uh, when the Texas one was because that one was pretty. That big. one was really recent. Yeah. Because that was, like, only a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If that long. I don't know. So when summer comes around, I don't even know what day of the week it is. I mean, there's been a ton of school shootings. Whether or not... But people only care if there's just a big amount of casualties. Like, there's school shootings where even though people aren't hurt or killed, that's still tragic because people are willing to do that. I don't think anyone should have to go to school and, like, be fearful of, mm-hmm. like, their own life. But... I don't know, the, like, immediate reaction. Well, you saw it. Newspaper. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> but that doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't. I remember reading this tweet, and I th- I may have told you about this, but this little um, this mom asked, was, like, giving her daughter, I think she was about six years old, these, like, light-up shoes. And, you know, for a kid, those are, like, really fun. I remember having light-up shoes. And her daughter was like, I don't want these. And her mom was like, why? And she said... Because if there was a shooter, they would see my my light up shoes. Like that's the reason why she doesn't want it. Jesus. Yeah, that's oh so sad. My God. Like when you have like young kids having that mentality, there's mm-hmm. an issue. Mm-hmm. But it's like no one wants to fix the issue. A lot of people are focused on mental health with it. Which yeah, I'm sure that's like a component. It is an issue, but there's also another component. It's more than one side to a story. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think a human could be capable of murder in wow. cold blood. But I'm kind of like, some people, I think, just snap. You can't just assume that everybody... Like, I will admit, I, I try to see the good in people. But if something is going to be out there shooting people, i be like, mm, sorry, I'm not going to see the good in you. Well, what I don't like is a lot of people blame parents and like friends and teachers for not noticing warning signs oh that's but i'm kind of like because i read because recently on twitter a video of the shooter from um the parkland school shooter he uh, released where i think it was a week prior he said um i'm gonna shoot up this school whatever but he never sent it out i think and the thing was, he his adoptive parents, which I don't think, or his foster parents, they were, like, super shocked that this boy was capable of doing that. Because I don't think he, they had him for long. Oh, that, um, what's his name? Nicholas Cruz. I don't know. I wasn't going to mention his name because I didn't want to, like... Oh, Nicholas Cruz. Uh, whatever. Because, I mean, everyone boy, knows. You dumb. You stupid. Go to hell. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but back to, like, the whole point of that tangent... People were saying that our boy, um, David Hogg, that's the name, correct? That he was, like, messing up his, quote-unquote, script that he Mm -hmm. was given to read. And I'm like, I'm sure whenever you're in front of a camera crew, you're going to fumble your words every now and then. Yeah, I think, like, I fumble my words just now, like, doing this podcast. And he's like, well, I'm not really scared to be in front of cameras because I think he was on his high school's, like, TV team or whatever. And, but I mean, even so, like, people mess up their words mm-hmm. all the time. So I, my thoughts on that conspiracy, 
false. Do crisis actors exist? Probably. Probably, but not ones that... I don't think that specific instance is an example of a crisis actor. But I think there was an ad on eBay or Craigslist or something that was like, crisis actors needed. And I was like, what? The fact that anybody would sign up for that is so messed up. Well, there's a selfie or something of like... This group, I don't know if it's the Parkland kids or if it's someone else taking a picture before going out and like doing crisis interviews. And it's kind of like, oh, I don't know. But I don't think David Hogg is a crisis actor. No, I don't think so either. I think he's just a kid who wants to make a difference. But I mean, do you think? Listen. Oh. So a lot of adults are kind of like, well, the the adults that are like pro reform. A lot of them are like, yeah, these kids are making a difference. They're doing something that adults couldn't do, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's cool. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I feel like things like that, tragedies, things like that, they only have a small window of when they're relevant, which is unfortunate, but it's true. Like, that Parkland shooting happened back in February. It was on Valentine's Day. And... Now you're not even really hearing about it that much. I, I follow the Emma Gonzalez girl. She's the girl with the shaved head. I follow her on Twitter, and she retweets a lot of stuff, and she's very active. But, again, we don't hear a lot about them. Like, it doesn't get a lot of media coverage anymore. And, obviously, that's because new stories are coming out all the time. Like, you can't talk about one story forever. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to come up again if the another shooting happens. Or if there's something that comes out with that particular incident. Mm -hmm. But, like, even that Texas shooting, I think it only got coverage for, like, two or three days. Yeah, I can't remember, like, the name of the school. Same. Like, the only reason I know the Parkland one so well is because it was huge. Yeah. And then, like, obviously people are familiar with Columbine and Sandy Hook. And Las Vegas, while it wasn't a school shooting, is still a mass shooting. Yeah, and the Boston Marathon. It wasn't a shooting, but it was a bombing. Yeah, and it's just, like... You don't hear about it anymore after mm-hmm. a certain period of time. The only one we really hear about is 9-11 but because that was a terrorist attack. And it was incredibly huge and lots of lives were lost. But why should, like, any of these other mass shootings or whatever be any less relevant? Relevant, yeah. I mean, I'm sure when you look at it locally, it'll always be relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure in Sandy Hook, Connecticut, like, that'll always be relevant. Yeah. But, like, on a national scale, not so much. Mm-hmm. Like, people will remember it, but it won't have as much conversation, I feel like. Because I remember, uh, what's his name? Kevin Droniak or whatever. Kevin and Lil. I don't know. You know Kevin, the guy who does videos with his grandma? Yeah. He went to Sandy Hook Elementary. Oh, he did? And he did a video on it a long time ago. On, like, because that's where he went for elementary school. And I was like, that's wild. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God. But 9-11, there's a lot of conspiracies over 9-11, too. Mm-hmm. Bush did 9-11. But um, <laughs> not, I don't know. I don't know about that. I was too young at the time. I can't speak on that. Yeah, I, I kind of do hate it when people when 9-11 comes up and people are like, Bush did 9-11. Like, you're, I don't know. It's just like a joke. But, I mean, the thing about 9-11, like, a lot of teachers, when they talk about terrorist attacks they talk about 9-11 because it's like one of the biggest ones that's ever happened in this country but kids these days these days kids not even kids like people might they don't remember that 
I don't remember it. Like, I, I was, like, three or four. I was two years old. I, I do not have a memory of it. I was three. Yeah, and my sister was, like, let's see, my sister was, like, three months old. No, she was two months old. They use that as an example for, like, terrorism, but I'm kind of, like, not to say, like, it's not important anymore. Terrorism doesn't mean people from other countries terrorizing our country. Mm -hmm. It can mean people, anybody terrorizing anybody. That's terrorism. Ooh, vocabulary. Wow. (laughs) But people don't understand vocabulary these days. People associate immigrants with terrorism. Which I hate. I hate that. Oh, my God. I hate it. Like, Roseanne, that's... Oh, what happened to that? Don't even get me started. Because she was not like that. Like, listen, okay, so when the original series was on, obviously I wasn't watching it as it was airing live. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, wasn't even born yet. But, like, when I was young, I would watch the reruns all the time because the original series loved it, mm-hmm. thought it was great. And then when I found out Sarah Gilbert, who plays Darlene on the show, like, wanted to do a reboot, I was kind of cautious because a lot of they're not very good. Like, Fuller House... Trash. I watched the first season. And I was like, Ooh, garbage, not about this. so bad. Oh my god! But like, like Roseanne, leave the show as it is. <laughs> I was excited about it because I was like, oh, this could be good. Whatever. I didn't honestly. I haven't seen the like reboot yet. Like, I haven't watched it. I've seen part of one of the episodes because the only people I cared about were Darlene and David, to be honest. But um, <laughs> yeah, they rebooted, and I was excited about it because like the original series is great. But I did not expect her. To be like that. No, because, well, that's how the original, that's how the actor is. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, you don't have, you're well, even the actor. I didn't expect her to be like that. Yeah. Because, because but, yeah. Well, what the writers was like, I, the, one of the uh, writers from the previous, like, show or the original show, she doesn't do, she doesn't write the uh, reboot now. And she was like, yeah, when we were writing with uh, Roseanne, like, that is not how we interpreted her. She seemed, and this is just me, like, I'm not trying to define her. Obviously, I don't personally know her. But, like, back in the day, she seemed more liberal. Because, because yeah. Like, she, okay, so something, if you don't know, Roseanne was, like, the first, I think, primetime show where they had a lesbian kiss mm-hmm. on the episode. But because, like, that's not family-friendly. They aired it super late at night. Yeah. But they want they were going to cut the kiss entirely, but Roseanne advocated for it to not be cut. That's what I was about to say, because she knows people are lesbian. Mm-hmm. So and I know, like, the comments she made weren't against, like, LGBTQ people, but a lot of times when you're conservative, yeah. you're very anti-LGBTQ. Well, some people's big concern was that there was this episode where there was, um, I think it was a Muslim couple mm-hmm. living beside them. And, like, something about their, I don't know, I think their Wi-Fi went out or whatever. And they, um, and Roseanne was, like, skeptical to go across the street and talk to the Muslim couple mm-hmm. because she thought they were terrorists. That and, um. And it wasn't about, like, teaching a life lesson. Like, I don't think so. I didn't see the episode. But people were, like, super offended by it. So I don't know if, like, the end of the episode, she was, like, taught a lesson. Like, not everybody's like that or whatever. Well, the tweet that ended her career. The one about, Ooh. what's her name? Valerie? 
Uh, Valerie Jarrett. I don't know, I but I know what her you're, name. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know that woman. Valerie, I think her name is Valerie Jarrett. I think she was in like the Obama administration. Um, she talked about her looks negatively and like something about the Muslim Brotherhood and an ape, and like ape is used as like a racial slur. Yeah, but. The thing is, is I remember an episode distinctly from the original series where DJ, the son, he's in like a school play or something. And like there's like a kiss scene and he doesn't want to kiss the girl because she's black. And Roseanne's like, why well, didn't raise you like that? Da, da, da. You're staying in that yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, ooh. And I mean, obviously that was writing, but I never interpreted the Connor family to be like that yeah well i remember when she was uh she tweeted about that she backtracked and said she was taking some sort of medicine to help with her ambient ambient and she said a side effect of ambient is racism and the ambient like twitter or whatever like the head company like tweeted her saying yeah that's not true I heard Ambien makes some people a little crazy. But she distinctly said... But I'm like, you were probably aware of what you tweeted. Yeah, because I followed the director of, like, the Guardian of the Galaxy movies, and he was he said, I, too, took Ambien while I was writing Guardians of the Galaxy. However, I was never racist. It's just... The thing is, what bothered me is she said, okay, I'm leaving Twitter now. And then, like, less than 24 hours later, like, people are tweeting, like... Some slack, uh, like this person's gotten away with this and this and that and this. But, but I'm like, here's the thing: right. they, they're arguing that freedom of speech, right? Like, oh, anyone can say anything, which is true. You can say whatever you want. But the network that hired her has every right to cancel the I show. Think it was ABC. Yeah, yeah. Like they have every right to cancel it because they don't want those comments associated with their brand. Because I remember when Roseanne was still on after that Muslim episode. People were going at ABC mm-hmm. about that. And ABC is just like, we can't do anything. They probably had their contracts, so they probably didn't do anything at the moment. I mean, it is a reality that there are families out there like that. Mm-hmm. But I never interpreted the Connor family to be like that. And people yeah. say, well, they're working class Americans. Like, that, those are their views. But I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, mm-hmm. I, even in the original series, I never even had political thoughts about them, to be honest. I was like, oh, they're just a family I mean, trying to get by. I was kind of sad about to, um, these days that everything you watch is very political. Mm-hmm. And you whether or not it is political, you interpret it as if it's political. Yeah, and I'm like... Because the original series, I literally had no... Mm-hmm. political thought on it. I mean, maybe it was because I was younger and, like, I didn't really know anything about politics when I was, like, seven or eight. But, oh, my God. Yeah, because I was... I did a... Um, I think I was reading a BuzzFeed article and they said, uh, can you guess which uh, friend's char- uh, character would vote for Donald Trump? Like, Ew. why do you make everything so political? Because sometimes... And people want everything to be political. And because people were um, dissing Jimmy Fallon for never talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. And, but the thing is, he wants to make this show that it doesn't have to be political. He's never been a political commentary person. And I appreciate him for that because there are people, you want political commentary, go Stephen Colbert. Yeah. If you don't want political, political commentary, go to Jimmy Fallon. Because people think everything needs to be political these days. And I really hate that. Because sometimes I just want to watch something 
just it's nice to have an escape where I don't have to hear about anything mm-hmm. like like I don't sometimes I'm just not in the mood but I'm just not in the mood it's just hard these days because it's what's relevant and that's what's popping so we took the biggest detour ever yeah with conspiracy theories but you know whatever I'm not mad I, I liked our conversation I don't regret it what? as always leave us a comment what are your favorite conspiracy theories? What Do did you, you believe think, in them? What did you think about our conspiracy theories? That they weren't properly researched? Yeah, Me true. too. <laughs> so leave a review or tweet us at Courage and Dolph. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Bye. Bye.